Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. How you doing, Scott? I'm good. How are you? Scott Cowart, that's my business partner. I'm doing very well. Yeah. Happy Saturday after Valentine's. How was your Valentine? Good? I'm shaking my head. Yep. Yeah. It's all good. Solid. Yeah. I don't buy into all that Hallmark crap. I'm 50. Yeah. Two and, and 390 counting. days. <laughs> and, <laughs> 360 and days, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Be here before you know it. I know, but then yours comes up. So, well, woo! I got a few more months. I know. I hate being you have old, a few more older days. Than, <laughs> I hate being older than Scott. Mm. So, I hope everyone had a nice Valentine's. Yay! Hopefully, glad it's over with. Amen. Go it's get whole, go get your half price chocolate. Whole lot of pressure for a couple, for a guy. Feel sorry for the guys. Yeah, I'm good. The roses. Oh, I went into Publix the other day, and it was like Valentine's threw up. First of all, I can't stand all those balloons all over the place. <laughs> it stresses me out. Balloons? Yes, they're everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. The cakes, the cookies, the fatten the girls up. Right. Drink her, get her drunk, and make her eat and see what she'll do for you. Right? Goodness. <laughs> That's what it is. A, I mean. There's a whole show the, for that. <laughs> we should do. No, that is we're a topic. not doing that one. <laughs> That's a no. That would be a no. So we do have a guest today, Jay yeah. Walker. Jay Walker Enterprises, Chimney Sweep. Ah. Extraordinaire. He's very sought after. I was happy he 
came in to talk with us. So he's going to be here next segment. We're going to talk to him about houses and chimneys and the maintenance. Well, and there's a lot of fireplaces in Tallahassee. There's a lot of fireplaces, which I think people are surprised because it is Florida. How he found the time to get here today. I know, right? All those fireplaces. So little time. But thank God. Right? I mean, the home value, I tell, because I am an appraiser, RD6627, that fireplaces are more valuable in our marketplace and a fence. People will exclude a home for a fireplace. And I, we have friends that actually advertise on the station. She's having a gas fireplace installed into her home. It's like 3500 And that, that is about how much we adjust for a fireplace in Tallahassee. It's about 2000 to 3500 depending on the neighborhood. But many, many people will exclude the house for lack of fireplace. Or it could come to my new listing, which I have a fence and a fireplace. You have a fence and a fireplace? I have it both. And it's and upgraded. it's posted on... There are multi-list systems, so we are legally allowed to talk about it. Well, and it will actually be live at the point in time to which. Yeah, as of Saturday, right. yeah. So what's what's the address? 552 Miccosukee. Yeah, so, so it's, it's midtownish. Midtown, downtown, really, because it's directly off of Tennessee and Meridian, mm-hmm. where it curves off into Miccosukee, close to the hospital. Cherry. Yeah, I mean, it's right by... Leon. Uh, correct. So it uh, sits nicely up on the hill. It does. It has very stately feel. Yeah. How many? How big is that? Uh, two thousand square feet. It's a three-two. It's got two, um, I guess, patios that have been enclosed. Built nineteen thirty-eight. So it's, it's really pretty. reminiscent of. Still has the original door on the front, which I love. So reminiscent of that time period, but has updates and flows very well. Lots of storage in that house too. It's nice. It yeah. has. Uh, it has truly. If you read any appraisal form, it says, or uh, multi-list service, it says built in garage. That is the kind of garage this is. It's built in under the house. Correct. So people often say an enclosed garage is a built-in garage. No, it's not. This is a built-in garage. Yeah, it's quite, it's it's really a, a great property. It's under the home. And it's brick and aluminum. And there'll yeah. be an open house tomorrow. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. From what time? One to four. And Robin will be there, our Correct. new agent Robin. So yes. one to four. So come see it. Yes. It's a great location. It's beautiful inside. It's got the, all the decor. Yeah, the 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 photographer was taking pictures today, and he never really up talks my work, but today oh, he, he did. He so it should be quite nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I look forward to it. Yeah. I'm going to come see it on Sunday. Oh, good. Yeah, it'll be yeah. fun. I got to go see it. Well, that's a go. Well, it's our listing. But yeah, so in brief, a lot of the agents won't be able to say coming soon without it already being listed amongst other agents. Um, and that's what we call a listing once we get it and we want to post it to the world or public Facebook, radio, newspaper, God forbid, any of those that's called a listing. And we're not allowed to talk about it unless we've put it in the listing service, which is our data entry portal so that other agents know it's available. So that changes comes March 31st. So if you're listing with another agent that's not us first, please don't call us. And if, if they say to you, hey, we can't, why, why don't we see it? You know, is it coming soon? Why don't you have a coming soon sign? Because they can't. And the fines are rather severe. They can be up to $5,000. Yeah, we don't want that. So it's really important that you honor that. The seller can talk about the house, but the realtor cannot talk about the house. So it's just coming. That's coming soon, too. March 31st. 
So I put all of our listings in that are coming soon so we can chat about them here. Yeah, we're working on another one in Shannon Lakes, which yep. is coming along quite that's nicely. That's full top to bottom it's changes. It's going to be great. And that's going to be priced at 339 339 four yep. bedroom, two and a half bath, like 2,300 pool. square feet, in-ground pool. Scott's doing everything, top to bottom, changing it all out. It's coming along quite nicely. And then I have 6338 Glasgow which is in Oxbottom Manor that we just reduced to 439. Ah, nice. 439. That's a great home. It is a beautiful house. So 439. That's Scott did that as well. Yeah, that's a it's a for a growing family and you certainly can beat the area. No, it's got a beautiful that home is beautiful. You did a beautiful it job. Feels good. But that backyard is very unique. Yeah. It's very private. And in Oxbottom, so many of the yards are actually exposed on at least mm-hmm. one or two sides. No exposure. It's very, very private. Very yeah. level, very private. Great place for a pool if you choose to do so. But you can feel like your kids could play in the backyard and not be looked at. It's 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 quite unusual for that neighborhood. Yeah, it's a, it's a great home. So 850-656-0009. We're going to talk to Jay about chimneys and fires and what made me think about it is we're on the i'm on board of the red cross when you talk about sound the alarm which they've gone out for the last couple weekends to install smoke detectors people's homes well a friend of just about everybody in tallahassee um lost his home i guess probably about a week ago and he i don't think it had been fully investigated at the time but they felt like it was a chimney fire and i was like we just need to ask jay to come in and talk about it because it's a sound the alarm. If you have a chimney and you've used it, you're you need to take care of it the proper way and not hope that the odds are are with you that nothing bad will happen. Yeah, that's one of my questions in terms of frequency. So people that have had them looked at before and how frequent they should do it. Yeah, once a year or something. I don't know what to say, but Well, I'm gonna wait for the expert. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know either. if it's once a year. I don't know if it's three years. I, I talked to a guy today. He's like, I do mine every three years. And I don't know. Yeah. Well, but I want to know so that we can guide people. And if anything happens, I just don't, I just don't want that liability. And that's the thing. The realtors are telling you or guiding you. And I don't know. I don't know. Well, your inspections are guiding you, but. Even then, you might want to have an Yeah, expert. but a home inspector will that's always defer that's, to the for, to the chimney inspector. You, you will still, well, they, they're they going to defer to a roof Yeah, they defer to everyone. I mean, and they should. So my point being that when you have a fireplace, that, that might be something in addition to consider. Yeah, I so you're will. paying for the home inspector, and that's however many hundreds of dollars, but you still need to really consider the chimney a true roofer Maybe like we break ours down now, so I often bring an electrician in, a plumber, a roofer, because the the home inspector has to defer anyway. He can only see what he's seeing, but he can't diagnose. Well, I think that's kind of the point for me is that they're looking for things that seem obvious instead of if you're buying a home in August, you're not testing your fireplace. Mm-mm. So if it's not doing something, and you're not testing your heater abnormal, either. Normal, yeah, and you're not and testing your heater, which is why it's know? nice to have an AC guy come right. in. So that's why we do this show, is to to talk about these things so people don't feel like she's lecturing us or something. We just want you to know these these services are here in Tallahassee, and yes, it costs you money, but not getting it done costs you more. Well, and a lot of people just don't know who to call, Mm -mm. quite frankly. 
and this is my first time actually meeting Jay in person. We're in a, a networking group together, but I just joined. And I haven't actually got to meet him. I just, but we've used him. We've had him go fix some chimney caps. And so you two are Tinder friends. <laughs> I always swipe right when it comes to Jay Walker. That's true. That's a good thing. I'm definitely swiping right. Yeah, because he's very. He's very knowledgeable, and we're going to talk to him about that in a minute. But All your love songs. Yes, yeah, so get this. Post. So this is Eric Carmen, and the reason it's the one with Celine Dion. All by myself. He wrote uh, it, and he follows me on Twitter. So I was like, how can I give homage to Eric Carmen? Well, and it's post Valentine's Day. So if you're all by yourself, we're sorry. We're sorry. Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. Jim Jiminy, Jim Jiminy, Jim Jim Cheroo. Good luck, we're up off when I shake hands with you. Or blow me a kiss. And that's lucky too. Now, as the ladder of life has been strung. Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Everyone knows that song. Clever. And why we have that Dick Van Dyke thing. Yeah, Bert. Yeah. Bert. Yeah, we're going to have a copyright issue, but <laughs> Disney Sorry. doesn't even like a, a cookie being repeated, Sorry. let alone that song. That's okay. I don't care. All they can do is block it on YouTube. Mm. Patty's Playhouse. We talk about houses. House talk with a happy ending. Our number is 850-656-0009. Our website's Broker Jeff Bell. You can see 36 Degrees Podcast because we didn't change it. But our... our podcast is brokerage our website's brokerage fl so we have jay walker here from jay walker enterprises he's a chimney sweep oh. so he's going to talk to us about chimneys hey jay hello thanks for coming in at the end of your day thanks for having me you know it airs on saturdays so we're talking to him at the end of his busy day which thank you very much so how long have you been doing this um swept my first chimney almost 40 years ago but started my business in 91 so about 30 years almost 30 years and how did you learn who taught you Uh, i've worked for a company called all service industries at the time they did lots of home projects and um, pressure washing chimneys pool pump repairs they did everything and um a fellow by the name of bill wooden that was a native tallahassee but he's he lives down in uh, kissimmee now and so you said, this of all the things you could do in the house, this is what I want to do. Well, after 10 years of working as an employee, uh, that was one thing that I kind of uh, I liked. And for some reason, being on the rooftops, and uh, I didn't mind getting dirty. And, uh, and it was a needed service, I could tell, in Tallahassee. And my dad was an optometrist. He wanted me to become an optometrist and take over the practice. And I told Dad, I said, I like being outside. I just wish I could get everybody to bring their chimney to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do have to travel a lot. So how many folks work for you now? Uh, I have one in the office and two in the field. Uh, yeah. And you travel. Like, you travel, which what you're known for is the White House chimneys. Been there. Yeah. And how many chimneys do they have? 36. 36? I had no idea. White House and West Wing, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we go... Uh, 
started out a guy in Wisconsin actually uh, started wrote a letter to Clinton's administration and said I'll help out with the national debt and I'll come clean your chimneys for free and uh, it it's kind of snowballed they answered him and they, he he was approved and he got there and he didn't realize how many there were and and so he started uh, asking around the industry getting about eight people to get on the team from all over the country to meet and we do it for for no charge oh that's so cool yeah. well thank you sure that's got to be fun and did you have to pass background check did oh, they do all of that no <laughs> not at all <laughs> Let them in. come on in come on depends on no which problem. administration is. <laughs> no i'm just fair kidding. play no, just kidding <laughs> no fun no, uh, we always how have, often do you guys go up we have an escort with us at all times when we're there and yes there's background checks and uh so you're not putting little bugs in the chimneys no, no. so how many how many times have you been uh, i've been three times um, and plan to go back this August. And how many chimneys, how, how long does it take you? About four days. Uh, four four men on the roof and four down below. Wow. So do they use all the fireplaces, or do they just do it to for structure check? i got to be politically correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but, no, some of them are used more than the others. Um, a lot of them... What I tell people usually is, if you have somebody that builds you a wood fire every day, would you have a fire every day? If you had somebody to build it, yeah, clean your ashes, it depends on how hot it is. But yeah, maybe yeah, that's what. Basically, that's uh, we. A lot of them are used over in the West Wing a lot. I think uh, more over there than it is White House. Some in the White House. Well, it's nice that they're used. But yeah, we not only sweep the chimneys, but we also inspect. We run a camera down it. Check the check, structure. That's check, what I'm interested. We, we in. check every bit of it, all the way down. We actually video it from down, uh, all the way from top to bottom, and number it and send off the videos with our inspection report at the end of the. End do of you the, do any other historical homes? Um, uh, locally, I've done some, a lot of the plantations around, we, we service those, uh, annually and, uh, did the president's, uh, house FSU, uh, recently. Um, uh, I've been around Good. a few of the other ones. Well, that's exciting now. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting that you're recognized and that you can go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, uh, the Anheuser-Busch people got my name from a fellow out there in, uh, Missouri and, uh, They've got a place down in Central Florida, and uh, they were only going to have me do it. So I said I was trying to refer them to another sweep down that way. They said, no, we'll pay your travel and everything. Nice. So, well, good for you. Yeah, we've done a couple of them down that way. And you're so humble about Like, you're just like, this is what I do. Yeah, I love it. It's the only, yeah, it's the only thing. So you've been doing it for 40 years. So basics, average home, one chimney, how much is it? Is an inspection overall? Well, as Scott said earlier, it depends. It depends. It depends. I want him to say <laughs> it. I want him. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, we generally ask people. We try to ask questions when they're on the phone. And they ask how much. That's usually the first mm-hmm. question. And uh, we try to find out what type of fireplace they have. If it's a true masonry fireplace or if it's a factory built fireplace. If it's a high efficiency fireplace, is it wood burning gas? Um, how tall is it? I mean, little. Where is it located? You know, all those. How do you get to it? All those things are going to be. How do I get my equipment to it? But the basic, and prices vary. There's are other uh, sweeps uh, in town, Um, and I think we are more on the higher end than probably the most. Um, But we we go by the um, Chimney Safety Institute of America and the National Fire Protection Association. They have standards of inspections. 
So when we when we quote someone, we generally if they've we've never been there, we've never seen the chimney ever once. We want to we ask them if they want to sweep with a level two inspection, and a level two inspection is more advanced. Um, we come in, do an initial survey. We'll do we'll go in and do a sweep of the chimney. We'll ask questions, find out more about any any problems that we you know need to be aware of. And we'll sweep the chimney when we'll go to every access that we can get to. We'll go under the house if there's crawl space to look and make sure there's no combustibles underneath the masonry firebox or hearth extension. We'll, uh, we'll go in the attic, check the clearances to combustibles there. Everywhere we can get, we'll, and then we'll run a camera from the very bottom all the way to the top, checking every inch all the way up, taking digital pictures along the way. And then a trip to the roof to check the flashing, the cap, the crown, uh, all those different things and then you get a typed report back with pictures detailing that out and that's less than three hundred dollars it, it all depends uh, you know location and little different things but usually around 289 uh, factory built fireplaces go a little quicker so we can we charge twenty dollars less for that and then if after you have the sweep and level two inspection done um, once then you kind of know about how your chimney where where it's at in its stage um rain can be one of the worst things to, for a masonry chimney over time but um, and we're in tallahassee and it rains so hard and you have a sweeping level one inspection which is a hundred dollars less and that's more of a routine inspection we're not going to go under the house we're not going to go in the attic we're not going to run that camera up we're okay just, so for two hundred dollars more a hundred dollars more a hundred dollars more right you're getting a lot more Safety. Yeah, you don't want to do that at least once. I'm surprised, and I'm going to ask Tom Patterson to come in from Allstate, but I'm surprised insurance companies don't kind of demand that. Some of them do. Some of them are, because they're demanding most of them galvanized just, pipe. You would think that they demand that. One of, most of most of the insurance companies are just saying we, we want a certified chimney sweep to go in there. To, we want an inspection from them. But we're not mandated by NFPA 211 here. We have the Florida Billing Code. So NFPA 211 sets those inspection standards, um, and some states and some jurisdictions have adopted that. So they are mandated to do it. Like in the level two inspection says if there's ever a home sale or a change of fuel, then you have to have the level two inspection done. Because often we'll see people take their, their wood-burning fireplace to a gas-burning fireplace. Yep. And do they still, should they still they get that checked? should have it inspected, yep. You're going to have to have it swept anyway. Okay, show's over. Get it over. <laughs> well, how, how, how frequent should you have this done? Well, that's a, another one. And FPA sets that standard as well. They say it should be swept and or inspected annually. Goodness. Annual. Right. Yeah. As in every 12 every, months. Every yeah. yeah. And the best time to have your chimney swept and inspected is in the spring. After you're done with all your fires and... It's the last thing on your mind. You want to get rid of the ashes. You want, you know, why not have it swept and inspected then when the sweep company is not booked out two months in advance, three months? Um, because in the fall, if you wait a little bit too long, September, October. We're going to be busy. They want to have it done every, right before. Everybody wants to have a fire then, mm-hmm. and it's be a little wait. Okay, and I have so many questions. So we'll talk about frequency. We're going to talk about types of wood that you burn, shouldn't burn in your fireplace. So we have a lot of questions that people have been asking me. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. This song's Ashes to Ashes by David Bowie. 850-656-0009.
Don't say it's true They got a message for the action man She's on fire Hotter than a fantasy Lonely like a highway She's living in a world And it's on fire Filled with catastrophe But she knows she can fly away Oh She got both feet on Welcome back, ground. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse 850-656-0009 Is our number our website's Brokerage FL, but you can just find me on Facebook. You don't even need all that. We have Jay Walker from Jay Walker Enterprises here. Jay, what's your number so people can call you? 850-562-4692. Or 850-539-SOOT. Oh, that's... S-O-O-T. How cute. <laughs> so that's Alicia you know Keys. Spell, that girl's on fire. Yeah, well, if you're spelling it S-U-double-T... <laughs> There's a different number to call. So it, <laughs> Just saying. Funny stuff right there, Scott. With Scott Cowart. So we work together. We sell houses. Scott stages and styles and makes them all pretty. And then I appraise them and make sure they're priced well and sell them. Show them and sell them. That's what we do. So we have Jay here to talk about chimneys, but he just told us during the break that they also do dryer vents. And that what was that bit of wisdom? What? How many more fires and... I couldn't state dryer the number, but yeah, there's a, there are more fire house fires caused by dryer vents than there are from chimney fires. And you do clean them as well? Yes, we do. We service them and inspect them. Yeah. And you said that, if you can get up just a little bit, you said that um, you'll offer a discount if you do both at the same time. That is correct. Because we see the new home builds, which I don't know why, maybe you know, they're running those down through the slab. I, I blame the... the home planners, the architects or whatever, putting the dryer in the center of the house. Back a long time ago, they always put the dryer on the exterior wall. You went out eight inches, never had to have it serviced. Now they're putting them in the center of the house. They've got to run it somewhere. So they're going vertical or they're going under the slab and the back out and up and, and they're exceeding. Well, they the also have changed dryers where you retract the lint. So in the olden days, back whenever I was proud, <laughs> so you took it, like when you were taking the clothes out, it's right there staring at you. Yeah. Now you have to think about to go, like I do mine religiously, but I don't, I don't, think, mind I don't think most people do. Oh, no. I well, think it's a, I've watched people, inspectors, home inspectors, set it on fire for the homeowner or the home buyer to let them know how incendiary mm, it is. Like clean your vents. Clean your vents. I sure. find some sort of rush out of cleaning all that lint. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. And then when you turn the dryer back on and all, mine's right outside though. It's I don't have any issue, but I would have it cleaned. How often should you have your dryer vents cleaned? Same thing. It all really well. We tell people have it cleaned in one year, and then we we take velocity readings before and after. So if your frequency of using your dryer hasn't changed, and you have a velocity reading and it stays about the same then once a year but if all of a sudden you in the middle of that year you you're taking longer to dry your clothes then you need to call right away and it's probably not your dryer you're right if you have heat everybody, it's probably everybody not everybody thinks it is though more, they like, think, more yeah. likely a lot of times the, the vent will get clogged and then water builds up and then the dryer's overheating and then they keep on using it and it burns the element out so sometimes that happens too so you have both problems huh 
So you said certification. So you don't let, allow anyone to work with you on the truck unless they're certified. How long does it take to be certified? It takes it just to take a test, basically. But you, it's when I was back in 19, I guess, I thought I knew everything when I started this. You know, I'd already been doing it 10 years. And and then uh, 91 to 94, I said, oh, there is a, actually an association and a certification about this. So I asked my mom if I could drive her car because I didn't think my truck would make it to Nashville. And I sat in a two-day seminar and about got blown away with all the code talk and all the stuff that I did not know. And took the test and did not pass. Wow. Yeah, I missed it by two points. So I went back and bought the books because I didn't buy the books first time and studied and came back went to Atlanta and took it and uh, passed. And ever since, I've been certified. What's the best time of year? You're saying spring. And that's just because of your scheduling because most chimney sweeps are going to be busier in the fall. But also you're getting rid of the, the some of the smells in the fireplace and stuff like that. And, and you have time to to be able to get repairs done if you you know you're not in a rush you're not building fires so so one of the questions was my fireplace sometimes stinks especially in the summer what do they do yeah that's usually associated with the humidity that we have in lovely tallahassee and rain and whenever rain or moisture mixes with soot and creosote it intensifies the smell big time uh, what should you do? Have your chimney swept for it? Of course, you can always put a box of cat litter in the fireplace temporarily that absorbs oh. odors or baking soda. Um, there's lots of different things. What's that smell like? What? What would that smell like that you would need to do that? Like when they're saying it smells, like what is that it smell? It smells like uh, you're not a railroad tie, like mm-hmm. the sap. In yeah. The, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no. Smell. <laughs> it's not good yeah. we yeah. never had a we we didn't have a fireplace growing up so i didn't tar tar oh yeah. okay Ooh. yeah that's not good so a friend of mine said that there's logs patty that can clean your chimney yep it does not clean your chimney you need to read the fine print um it, it does not inspect your chimney either and that's the most important part but what that is it has a chemical in it trisodium phosphate i didn't mm-hmm. say that um, but it, it, it'll it take that uh, chemical up into the chimney and put a coating on to, on to the creosote and break it. It helps break it down. Um, and so it's easier to sweep it after you mm. burn it. Uh, you can do the same thing by get, going to the pool supply store and getting trisodium phosphate, TSB, and just sprinkle a little bit on your fire. It does the same same thing, so you don't have to. Oh, nice. So how do you know if the chimney is really clean because of the video that you take? If we know it's really clean, it's basically, yeah, looking up with a bright light. You can look up, you can shake the damper and see if a bunch of soot falls down. That's usually a good case. But you can look it up, look down it, run the camera up. What about gas? What about liners? The stainless steel liners, do they require insulation? Insulation? Yeah, no. Absolutely. They now, do. The stainless steel liners are used when a uh, old masonry fireplace chimney is not lined, or you have cracks in your ceramic uh, vitreous clay liners, and you need to be replaced. And they have to be broke out and stainless steel liner brought in. But yes, to maintain the listing, most all stainless steel liners are insulated. And we often see the brick in the in the fireplace is cracked. What what has to be done to maintain that? So that uh, is that just natural use? It is. Um, there there are some cases out there where a fire has happened because of cracks inside the fireplace. On factory-built fireplaces, 
they, they're called refractory walls. They're only about an inch thick. Uh, they have a floor, two sides, and a rear wall. And I get asked that, when do I need to, can I patch it? Can we do any replace it? So I've got a list of all the manufacturers, most all the manufacturers, a statement from them when they recommend replacement. And um, and if it cracks all the way through or one, one into the next, just replace the panel. Um, if it's just hairline cracks, they say it's normal. Um, so in a masonry chimney, you have a lot of deterioration. And it's usually people think it's hot fires, and some of it is, real hot fires on the back wall usually. But it's usually water coming in and mixing with that hot fire. So the rain, rainwater? Cause it to crack. And so why is rain so detrimental to the fireplace? Well, your chimney, a masonry chimney is like a sponge, basically. Your house, if you have a brick house, you have a roof and an overhang, okay? So you look at your house brick, and then you look at your chimney without anything protecting the top of it, you'll see the difference. And basically, we, we usually always recommend on a masonry fireplace a full-size chimney cap that covers the entire top. It's going to be more investment, but for the long run, it's worth it. That's what – there was a house well, – it's been years now that you came out, and the chimney cap was cracked or broke somehow. Right, the cement crown. And yeah. that's – you had to come out and fix it. And it yeah. really wasn't – I'm like, I'm like, this is going to be – Jay Walker works at the White House. This is going to be – so expensive it wasn't anything it was so inexpensive i'm like i don't know that i would have gotten out of my car for that so i was like that was like it was like 150 bucks like but, it was low but, but like you said that was a long time ago. no it was like five years ago it was it okay. was deanna's house so it was like okay. a why okay. yeah but i mean still like i just thought the components would be more expensive than they are right. and then your labor right well so. that, that if it was 150 dollars, it was wasn't prob- that expensive that was probably a flu cap a flu cap? One that just covers the opening where the smoke comes out. So what's the so you're talking about the concrete uh, crown? Yeah, the, that the sits. Whole, this cap that I'm talking about is a full size cap with a skirt, covers the entire brick structure. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't ha- like that. Has stainless steel screen. Usually runs anywhere from six to eight hundred dollars. And they just deteriorate over time, or it's rain and animals, squirrels, whatever. That, those caps won't deteriorate. I mean, they'll be here in my lifetime. I mean, they're made out of 24-gauge galvalume, stainless steel. It's like a condom for a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Can't, can't pay too much for that. I think this is Sean Kingston. And the, what is it called? Burning. There you go. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. One more segment with Jay Walker from Jay Walker Enterprises. Playhouse. If you're watching on Facebook Live and we got muted, Warner Brothers music just muted me. Hmm. So we 
copyright infringed Warner Brothers. The WB. So that's what's happening. But I do pay for the music. Yay! It's not my music. I'm not claiming it to be, just in case they allow my dispute to go through. There's a lot of popo out there. There's a lot of, like, yeah. Copyright infringement is a big deal, and I completely understand. But I always, you know, honor the person. So that's Deep Purple, Smoke on the Water. Mm. So Smoke. Get it? Got it. Everything has a theme on the show. Patty's Playhouse. So we were talking to Jay Walker from Jay Walker Enterprises, and we're talking about ashes because this horrific story right at Christmas time, several years ago in Connecticut, lady worked it for like Vogue or somebody, and she lost her whole family. She and the now ex boyfriend were the only ones to survive. Everybody died, and um, so he, as I recall, he took the ashes from the fireplace and put them right outside the house but they weren't exactly out so what do you do well that happened actually in tallahassee in an apartment complex um they had two day old ashes or a day old ashes and they scooped them out put them in a corporate box and set them out by the door in the foyer and caught the final siding on fire and the whole whole apartment burned up but uh but basically what you want to do is if you're going to take your ashes out, you want to make sure they're extremely cold, no right. no hot embers, and then they should be taken out in a metal container with a metal lid. Not a cardboard box. That's right. Can you buy a metal container for this? Yes, and we sell them as okay. well. At Jay Walker and Enterprises? Actually, at, at the Tallahassee 100 Club, I usually give one away at the banquet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really nice because I would have, I, I said before, we didn't grow up with a fireplace. I would have had no idea. I just don't like the care of that. And like, the sa- same goes with a lot of the masonry fireplaces that are around here. They have ash pits. They have, you have an ash uh, dump door in the, in the floor of the fireplace. Right, I remember that. And you have a clean out on the, on the Back o- outside. Um, you want to make sure those are completely when out. When you say you... if it's been a day or two, how is it still hot? Yeah, the and the, the internal part is it's the outside that looks like it's cold, and yeah. then in the in the middle of it, if you will, of the embers or the yeah, ash, it takes a while. It really does. That is incredible. Got to be. Yeah, because his was just that night, so his wasn't even that. And he put it like in a paper bag, like, yeah. as I recall. Yeah. The no. guy in Connecticut and the people putting the ashes down into the ash pits into a masonry fireplace. Those ash, the clean outdoors on the outside, you're. We find those were enclosed garages. They're out. They put sheetrock right over them. Um, they all different kinds of things. Or there's stuff stored right by those. And oh my god, supposed to have 18 inches to any combustibles from that clean outdoor. And a lot of them are so rough, the, okay, rusted up. Okay, slow that down. So I'm oh, I own a home, and I'm dumb enough to enclose my garage and close the drywall over the yep. fire, or, or cut out for the door. And there's drywall right by it. I mean, it's supposed to be 18 inches tall. A masonry chimney is supposed to, on the interior of the house, is supposed to have two inches of clearance to all combustibles, airspace. Uh, an exterior part of the chimney has to be one inch. Yeah, one inch clearances. So, and just to let you know, when we go in the attic and we inspect, usually there's a truss right up against the masonry. Uh, there's plywood right up against it. The chimney is supposed to be the first thing built on the house from the sl- after the slab is built, and the house built around it. And there should be just be flashing in between. Which is why when they burn, it's the one thing that's standing. Exactly. And it could be the, f- the chimney that caused the fire of the house, but that's, that's the right thing. It is the it's only thing that standing. remains. It's, it's... So they, build the tr- they put the drywall. So this DIY stuff really has to stop. 
Like, I'm on a mission to get it to stop. I really am. It's just nightmare after nightmare happens when you think you know what you're doing and you don't want to pay we've seen a few the plumber ourselves. electrician the <sighs> i mean come now and yeah and when we show the homes we leave because i'm like i don't even want to deal with this it could be the perfect home but oh, it's like i'm out it's just a, we have you've seen <laughs> it's like the, the stories we could tell. and uh, we all have and you know that the realtor knows because we tell them that they know and then they don't disclose but we and we're not allowed to like call the new buyer and say hey oh yeah we're not I mean, even allowed to do that well when we do an inspection it belongs to whoever we inspected it for i mean if the buyer calls well, you need to get it from them you know so you got to be careful yeah, you have to be careful. Yeah. I'm just saying and we have to be careful on that side. But I think there's liability from when you've passed that information on and they haven't oh, shared yeah. it with you. Uh, there's some liability that people don't offer a commission. It's just not worth it. But there is, yeah, I didn't think about that whole enclosed. Because sometimes, I mean, I, I just can't even imagine. So Ash Care, a metal bin with a metal lid. Yep. Uh, and it can still be hot even though it feels cold it can still be hot and one of the uh, simplest things also is a spark screen in front of the fireplace you always want factory built fireplaces have a screen curtain that open and close and usually have bifold doors that close as well but a masonry fireplace needs to have that screen curtain or a stand-up screen whenever it's being the fire there's a few wood burning fireplaces here we've seen around the world i mean do, do you do do you see many of those? We see them, but... That's... I'm a chimney sweep. No, but I mean like a true wood burning, like a wood burning, like standalone yeah, wood burning, not in a she's chimney. She's not talking about a fireplace. Like with a smokestack, like a wood burning. You open it up. Like it's and... sitting on a slab. It's like, it looks like an old pot belly stove. Okay, wood stove. Yeah, a wood yeah, stove. Wood stove with a black pipe going yeah. on. Yeah. We just installed two yesterday. They're but, doing, they're still putting them in yeah, down there? Yeah, brand new house. Yeah. And uh, that's that's our niche. We do a lot of wood stove inserts into masonry. Yeah, that places, I can see. Run a stainless steel insulated liner to the top. We put in freestanding wood stoves. We put in freestanding gas stoves, um, gas fireplaces, gas inserts. You in, do all of that? All that, yeah. Interesting. We, we sell gas logs. And I'm not a fan of vent-free gas logs, but vented gas logs, decorative. Why are you not a fan of the vent-free? <clears throat> well, sm- Went in a house, it's probably a two million dollar house in Golden Eagle, not too long ago, and I, and the guy says I cannot burn my fu- uh, this fireplace; it just stinks up the whole house. Oh. And I'm saying, well, why'd you go cheap? And <laughs> 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 you're living in this big house, and uh, and anyway, he got led that way, you know, because you know he can have his TV way up oh. here, and there's no oh, chimney, great- no chimney, and there's HVAC up in the attic so there's no way to run the chimney just the simplest thing to do and but he doesn't have any oxygen to burn a flame yeah it puts out uh, particulates and also moisture in the house and um uh, they're, they're problematic some people love them i'm not going there's a lot of people out there but i always try to educate people when they call me for gas logs and they want the vent free because they get so much heat because a, a vented gas log, decorative gas log, is going to be the prettiest. It's going to be prettier than a vent-free, but moisture heat's going to go up and out the chimney. Mm. But it's going to be... Uh, well, we know, we know which so one what about get. <laughs> The one that the doesn't smell ones. and the pretty ones. Right. What about uh, the putting the TV over a fireplace? Yeah, it, 
if you go to the manufacturer's instructions on the fireplaces they and stuff, they'll tell you they, no. They'll, well, they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll, they won't answer your question. They, they don't want the liability of it either. So, but there are certain distances and stuff. There's, you can put up a non-combustible mantle to help shield any of that heat mm-hmm. going up, up. Do you sell those? No, but there, there, there are some local people that do. I haven't got into doing it. TVs the, are really plastic now. I mean, even I had like an original plasma. It was heavy. It weighed about right. 150 pounds. But now they're plastic. It's got to. Yeah, I've got a direct vent fireplace in my master bedroom and a, and a TV right above it, um, about 18 inches up. 18. Yeah. So you don't have an issue yeah. with melting the don't, TV? I haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> with that. Well, they're so we disposable these days. They You're really are. $352 for a 65-inch. There you go. Yeah, I have a high-efficiency fireplace, wood fireplace, in my great room, which heats the whole house. And I can only burn it on really cold, cold days. My wife's in the hot flash days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done. I started menopause quite early, and I'm almost done. I'm very excited. She's 53 gonna, is going to be a great year. That's me. a whole other chimney sweep. <laughs> That's a whole other chimney sweep. But it's nice not ever having to turn on the heat in the house. Amen. So someone's calling you, and they're saying, uh, come clean the chimney, but they don't know if it's efficiency, not efficiency. The verbiage that you're, I mean, I wouldn't know as the realtor trying to get yeah, you to we'll, come out and inspect. We'll try to answer, ask questions if we can't figure it out, but we'll give them a range, we'll give them all the options, and then when we get there, we'll tell you. Do you do, I've seen in a couple newer homes, they have the gas, like the built-in, the short, but the very long, like in it's a called, master. It's called a linear fireplace. Linear That's fireplace. We, we you install, do those as well? We install those, yeah. They look very pretty. They're really, they're really nice and uh, contemporary. Yeah, very pretty, and they're generally gas. And they have electric ones that are like that, too, that are pretty. Does the electric give off heat? It does. Hmm. Plug it in and go. <laughs> That's what she said. There you have it. That is what she said. Patty Wells and Patty's Playhouse. 850 656 0009.